a look behind closed doors, an ear for disregarded topics, a voice for the quiet ones. Up next on Ara City Radio, Francisca explores local matters. The Ministry of Equality between Women and Men this year celebrates the 20th anniversary of Luxembourg's first legislation that protects victims of domestic violence. Since 2003, the so-called Wegweisungsgesetz obliges perpetrators of domestic violence to leave the common home, whereas the victim can stay at home instead of having to search for safety in a women's house or elsewhere. The prosecutor would evict the perpetrator from the common home, police officers assist and take the keys. For at least 10 days he isn't allowed back home. During the past 20 years since this legislation had entered into force, the programs that assist the victims have evolved a lot, as have those initiatives that assist the perpetrators. The Luxembourg Red Cross offers a service just for perpetrators. The aim of the service Riecht Raus is to prevent people from becoming violent again. In our interview on local matters today, Laurence Bouquet is my guest. She's the director of the service Riecht Raus at the Luxembourg Red Cross. When we talk about domestic violence and support for the perpetrators, people often ask, yeah, but why help the perpetrator? Why not the victim? From your point of view, Laurence, why is it important to focus as well on the perpetrators? Well, when we created the service back in 2004, it seemed really important to work with the perpetrators of domestic violence because we thought that it's important to go to the heart of the problem because as long as we have perpetrators of domestic violence, we will always have victims to get rid of the problem of domestic violence. The most important is to try to find other ways for perpetrators to get along in conflict and to change their behavior and not be violent anymore so that we don't have victims anymore. I imagine that that is kind of difficult. So how do you do that, actually? So people call your service or write an email, they contact you in any case. Which methods do you use? How do you help them to change their behavior? That's right. Some of them call us um, on a volunteer basis, so they just notice that they have a problem in their relationship and they want to change something, change their behavior and get out of it and then call us to ask a psychological support in order to, to change. Some others call us because they have been evicted from home. There is a law in Luxembourg uh, so the persecutors can evict a perpetrator from their home if, if they are violent at home. So they have to come uh, for an appointment to us so we can talk about the situation and maybe offer more consultations in our service. And then we have all the perpetrators who are judged for domestic violence and who have the obligation to come to see us to get psychological help and support. What we try to do is always give an appointment in the week or two weeks after the first contact because we think it's important once you take the courage to call us to get an appointment quite near in time because otherwise your courage might be gone again. 
Then we invite them to come to our office. We have a discussion with that person. It's always a one-to-one setting. So one counselor, one psychologist with one person who wants to come to see us. And then we try to find the motivation why the person is coming. And that sometimes it's difficult for the people to develop a motivation. When they come on volunteer basis, it's easier to find a motivation. And then the most important part of our work is to get the people to take their responsibility for what they do or what they have done. Because it's only when you take your responsibility that you can change something in your behavior. So that's a big part of our work. And as you can imagine, you cannot change your behavior in one hour of discussion. It's something you need to do uh, on a longer time. So we always say it's like one hour a week for six months, for example, to really get this change done at home. And so you can really practice some things we try to explain here and see your individual resources, what you can do to change, maybe what you cannot do. And it's important to know what you cannot do and then see your limits, your own limits, the limits of your partner. So it takes a longer time to change a violent behavior. Okay, so that's mainly on base of psychotherapy, right? Well, it's not really a psychotherapy because in the first time, what is important to do is to work in the present. In psychotherapy, we work a lot in the past. And if we start to work in the past, then we are looking for excuses, maybe why you have this behavior today. And what is important if you come to see us is to change right away and stop your violent behavior. So we have to work in the first time, we work in the present, and we see what you can do now to stop it, because violence can never be accepted in any way, in any situation. First of all, it's it's now, what you can do now. And then later on, I mean, after a few months, maybe we can look back in the past and see why you are acting like this. But in, in the beginning, that's not the most important part. Okay. What would you say, how many people contact your service uh, willingly on a voluntary basis and how many are ordered to join your program by a judge or yeah, a judge mainly? We, we made the statistics and it's 50% uh, come to our service because of an eviction. So they were put out of the house for 14 days. That's half of the people coming to see us. And the other half is I would say a half of the half, so a quarter we come voluntarily and a quarter come on base of judgments or sursis probatoire and um, who are obligated to come. Mm -hmm. Okay, at least one quarter who decide willingly to come. Yeah. <laughs> In general, what would you say how successful your project is? That's quite difficult because we cannot really measure It, we finish the counseling when we, the counselor and the client, feel ready to stop the counseling. But afterwards, there is no, how would I say, we don't call them back like a few months later to see how it's going on because that would be wouldn't have an impact into their personal life and that's not that's not okay. The only way to measure is to see that they don't come back. And even coming back is not always a bad sign because sometimes they call us back after a few months or a few years and just ask for another appointment just to 
to talk again because they noticed, okay, um, maybe going again in the wrong direction and I don't want that anymore. So they just need a few hours to be back on track again and be nonviolent again. Mm-hmm. We cannot really measure it like we could not give you any um, numbers. What, it's maybe a bit a difficult question actually, uh, what is violent behavior for you? How do you or how does your service understand violent behavior or the tenants to violent behavior? I mean, like, for instance, for the anonymous alcohol addicts, they say, for instance, okay, alcoholism is not uh, an addiction, it's actually an illness. Um, mm -hmm. Is there any equivalent for violence? Mm. For us, it's really important to always say that every act of violence is, is something I want to do. It's a decision. Even if it's a decision which is made in a half of a second, it's a decision and I decide to be violent. What is violence? For us, it's like go over the limits of, of other people. So it can be by words, it can be psychological, it can be physical violence, but in the end, violence is always going over the limits of other people. It's hurting people by not respecting their limits. That's violence. And you are convinced that everyone can change his or her behavior? Mm, I really think that everyone can change it from the moment on that we take the responsibility and that we understand that we do it on purpose and that it's not something which is happening to us being violent, but it's something we decide to be. So everyone has has it inside. I mean, we can all be violent at some point in our life, but not everyone decides to be violent in a certain situation. Maybe we have to learn how to get along with certain situations and understand how we feel in certain situations. So not to get violent, but to find other ways to get out of a conflict. But I think, yes, everyone has the ability to change something if we take the responsibility for what we do. Thank you very much for taking the time for this conversation. You're welcome. That was Laurence Bouquet in our interview, the director of the initiative Riecht Raus of the Red Cross. The service addresses perpetrators of domestic violence, women or men who tend to be violent against their partner, their children or even their parents. Around 500 people use the Red Cross's counseling service yearly. If you need help, find the contact along with this interview on our website, ourcityradio.com. And this was the first episode of this week's Local Matters on domestic violence. Tune in again tomorrow. That was Local Matters with Francisca Peschel every Tuesday to Thursday at 9.40 on our city radio, 102.9, 105.2, 87.8 and in our podcast on ourcityradio.com.